that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! In the Big Ten Championship! He's in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Number four, Charles Barkley. Round, allow, round, the mound, round of mound rebound. of rebound. Easy for me to say. And Eric Fry. However, by being caust- caustically optimistic, it's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to another edition, to another day of the uh, starting lineup. We're here live on the air here on ESPN Radio. What's happening out there? Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here today. And we're hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up here on this Wednesday edition. Some good stuff lined up for you as always. We'll have everything to a recap from last night's basketball action boys basketball i even had some uh, girls action on a, a tuesday and we'll get to uh, that everybody trying to cram in games before the christmas break before the holiday tournaments mm-hmm. next week and we'll talk about that and then take a look at the uh, light schedule for today we'll head up on uh, some more uh, basketball both in the nba level and the uh, college basketball level as well We'll take a look at uh, some uh, bowl games as well that happened there yesterday and what's happening uh, later on in the week as well. And uh, we'll hit up on some uh, Major League of Baseball news uh, there yesterday and uh, had a signing of a relief pitcher and, you know, take a meeting with the Cardinals, but I guess couldn't get the, the deal done to yeah. play with a... Japanese crew, but nah, we'll, we'll talk about it, and uh, we'll hit up on uh, that, and uh, so uh, whatever we don't get to here in the uh, Trestle Show, we'll get to in uh, the uh, podcast in some sort of uh, fashion, and uh, you can check out that wherever you find your favorite pods, and you can uh, download that as well as, man, and an ex- another exciting finish that we'll talk about with uh, Altamai and Casey. you won't expect anything less, and you can hear it over in the archives as well on our website as well when you can uh, find the podcast feed where you find all of our starting lineup episodes but uh, all of the uh, games as well including uh, that uh, thrilling one there uh, last night uh, without my A&A Casey so uh, I encourage you to check it out over there so uh, and of course so whatever don't get to like I said here in the trash show we had to in that uh, podcast uh, there and we'll see whatever else we can come up with this day in sports history, possibly. Uh, we'll just have to see what we can cover there in the uh, pod. All right, so uh, let's get it started, and uh, let's hit it up with a segment that we call First Things First. Before we get into the show. Things first, and we're starting off in uh, NBA from uh, last night. A some of uh, basketball. Now he's only had four games on uh, the uh, schedule, but the two games on uh, the national networks uh, delivered. As uh, last night, it was the return of a uh, John Morant there, and it was actually in uh, New Orleans, but he returned there for uh, Memphis, and he returned in a dramatic fashion, a dramatic style. Uh, there as the Grizz won the game 115 to 113 
Ja poured in a 34, uh, but maybe most importantly, he pulled in the uh, game winner uh, there to uh, get the, the Grizz the victory. Yep, returned in a dramatic fashion there, did uh, Mr. Morant. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was going up in the locker room saying he kept receipts while he was away. Well, the Grizzlies need him to come back and play like that. You know, 7-19 and 19 on the season. Mm-hmm. They need some wins. And uh, 34 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists. He played well. Can he sustain it? And can the off-the-court issues stay away? Uh, yeah, he said, uh, after the game, I've been putting in the work. I ain't played a game in eight months. Had a lot of time to uh, learn myself. A lot of hard days where I went through it. But, you know, basketball is my life. What I love, therapeutic for me, and I'm just excited to be back there for uh, John Morant uh, there. And, yeah, they were kind of talking there on the first take uh, this morning as well about Josh uh, saying they kept receipts and whatnot. Well, it's like you did it to yourself. Right, exactly. Uh, what there. receipts do you have? You made the mistake. Right, yeah. Or your friends made the mistake or a combination of all of you made mistakes, right. whatever, however exactly. you want to look at it. Yeah, a combination of it all. Uh, there but um, I mean yeah I think that you make an impact when you uh, hit the game winner you probably couldn't have wrote it uh, any better if you wanted to uh, there with uh, with you scoring uh, 34 as well but especially when you hit the game winner that's uh, pretty much you can't return any better right, uh, right. there for Ja. now Travis I saw uh, Mr. Stephen A. Smith and the mm. little video that popped up on, on the side while I was looking that up. And he says that Ja is going to lead Memphis to the playoffs. He's got some work to do. That ain't happening. <laughs> that is not happening, Travis. Ja Morant is, when his head is on sc- straight, is a mm. top 10, easily top 10 player sure. in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That team is not that great around him. Yeah. All you got to do is look at the record when he was gone. They're not that great. And the West has so many really good teams. Right. Right now on the outside, Travis, the Warriors are out of the playoffs. I would say the Warriors are a better team than the Grizzlies. Yeah, definitely when they're when they're healthy. By the way, let's talk about the surprise, Travis. The Rockets right now are a playoff team. I don't know if we'll ever get a chance to say that again, so I wanted to make sure to mention <laughs> it. The Rockets are a playoff team as of this moment, so hmm, good on yeah. you, Houston. You have a better record than the Sun. We're about a game and a half up on the Warriors there. Yep. Ninth place. Yep. So how about that. Uh, and how about the Timberwolves, by the way? 25 on the year. Very quietly, 20 and 5. Say, yeah. No one talks really. about them. No one talk about them a whole lot being there up in the, the great north. And again, the Kings too. Last year was not a fluke. Travis sitting there right now at sixteen and nine. So again, you look at the West and you say, "All right, what team is coming back down to earth?" And the only one I can see maybe would be the Rockets or the Pelicans, because again, I don't believe in Zion. So you figure Golden State's going to get one of those spots. Yeah, but I don't think the Grizzlies are a good enough team to get there. Right. I mean, yeah, they definitely have a, a lot to work on. Uh, right now, with I mean, Jaw coming department. back helps them, mm-hmm. but where they've been lacking has been defense. I mean, offense too, but their defense giving up 112 points a game. They're only scoring 106. That's not going to get it done. Right? Yeah. Uh, Jackson uh, Jr. is uh, good on the defensive end and whatnot. He had 24 uh, last night with mm-hmm. the, what he brings you there as well. Three blocks in the game as well, and Bain's underrated. Uh, he doesn't really. He's kind of a quiet yeah. uh, guy, but he's pretty. Yeah, I don't know if those three players can really uh, overcome back down to earth. But you think that Golden State would take their spot? Yeah. I mean, even Utah is three wins better yep. than Memphis is right now. And so. Memphis, Travis, one and eleven at home. Oof. Usually have a good record at home. Yeah. They're the opposite. They are one and eleven in Memphis. That used to be a good home court advantage. I thought it did too, but not so much. Well, fans have to show up in order for it to be a home court advantage. I guess so, but uh, John Morant back will will help that. Yep. Attendance. Yep. I think uh, there, uh, but like you uh, mentioned, there uh, Zion uh, played in the game. He only played 25 minutes, mm. and he had 13 points mm. in the contest there as well. And um, saw Jock coming into the game. Uh, before arriving, before the tip-off with Derrick Rose, and Derrick Rose did not play in the game. 
left hamstring strain. Well, but again, uh, if you want someone to be a mentor to someone like Ja on and off the court, I think Derrick Rose is a pretty good guy that Memphis could put with him. Right, yeah, and definitely been there, been through adversity himself with the injuries and whatnot. Not exactly the same scenario with Ja, but um, yeah, I think that's a pretty good uh, mentor for Ja to have. And and this is going to sound weird, Travis. I think Ja would be... This is this is gonna be sound so weird. Ja would be okay. I think if he was traded, and I'm not saying he's gonna be traded or he wants to be traded or anything like that. But if he was to be traded to like a Laker, a uh, uh, Heat, Celtics, he's always been the underdog. Mm-hmm. And I think he eventually always has had that chip on his shoulder, even in college, Wichita State, and then Memphis. He's always been the underdog. Yeah, I think if he got somewhere where it wasn't the underdog, that chip and that attitude would go away. Right. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would agree. So, uh, the Grizzlies got the win on the Jaws, the game winner, and buzzer beater. And uh, last night, also on uh, the Family Networks, was uh, the Warriors and the uh, Celtics, and uh, they. Uh, game went into overtime, and the Warriors owned overtime as they outscored Boston 11 to five. And then uh, Steph Curry goes night night for Boston as Golden State wins this one 132 to 126. He must have been offended by Jay Will saying he's not a top five player of all time. He must have been, yeah. So as he came up big there with yep. some clutch threes, so maybe yep. his demise was exaggerated. I, I, yeah, thirty-three I mean, points last night. Hey, he missed a three, Travis. He he did not make a three the previous game, so we wrote, we all wrote him off. Yeah, he didn't write back though. Nope, he did not. Six for eleven. Yep, last night from a deep, uh, Clay chipped in six three-pointer, twenty-four there on the win. That game was actually on TNT mm-hmm. last night. I see it was on ESPN. Yeah, yep. and it was on national television. It was. Right? You're right. That's right, because the uh, inside the NBA guys had a debate on in Shaq throwing out the uh, that Steph Curry should be in the goat conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't necessarily think that he would overtake the you know usual suspects that are in there, but he thinks that Steph should be at least in the conversation. Now. If he gets another Finals MVP and another ring, Travis, I would agree with Shaq on that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I like I already said in the past, I thought before he was even an, an MVP in the NBA Finals, I thought he was top ten all time. He's already the greatest shooter mm-hmm. of all time. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I would agree with that sentiment. Um, I still stand on he's at least in the conversation. I don't think that he would. I mean, even with another MVP or whatnot for a Finals MVP, for uh, he wouldn't overtake LeBron or a Jordan, but. I think he definitely deserves to be in the conversation. He's in the ballpark. I think he'd be a very close third. Yeah. I, Over I, Kobe? Yes, because at that point, he would have more points than Kobe. Mm-hmm. And possibly not more rings, but more regular season MVPs than Kobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I don't think that's too far off uh, there. So... Uh, and of course, the first take guys had some uh, heated debates uh, with that as well. And you know, it's Wednesday, so it's Mad Dog Wednesday. Yep. Uh, there, and you know, his bread and butter in the '60s and whatnot. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Golden State with the uh, dub in OT over the uh, C's last night there, and Steph Curry coming up clutch. Also, uh, in the other games in, in the NBA, it was the uh, Bucks winning over the uh, Spurs. Spurs not as lonely as the Pistons, but I don't know. No there. victor for the Spurs last night. So yeah, well then maybe that's why they didn't win. Yeah, they lost one thirty-two to one nineteen mm-hmm. against Milwaukee. Dame dropping forty points in the win. Yep. And the Trailblazers also got the win over the Suns. What is going on with the Suns? Does anyone know? Are they injured? Like, is someone hurt? I mean, yeah, I don't think that Devin Booker is is healthy. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bradley Beal, I don't think that's worked out as of right now. Um, KD had 40 last night in the loss, but it's really, really about it. Mm. 
Bub. Uh, Trailblazers won that one by five, 109 to 104. And, um, yeah, I mean, Devin Booker did play at 26 game, but no one else really showed up. Um, so, uh, the Suns right now, the season ended today. They would be in the play-in, but they would be the 10 right now with the uh, 14 and 13 record. Mm. Just a game up on the Warriors for the final playoff spot if gotcha. it ended today. So uh, that's what happened uh, there uh, last night. Uh, what's going down tonight? The Jazz matching up with the uh, Cavs. Hornets in Indy to take on the uh, Pacers. Uh, Heat and uh, Magic tonight. The Timberwolves, we talked about them. Number one in the West against Philadelphia. And they got the uh, Knicks going up against the Nets. The Battle of New York. Madison Square Garden versus Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in Barclays, by the way. Uh, the Nuggets against the uh, Raptors. Inter you got the Hawks matching up with the Celtics in uh, Sacramento to take on the uh, Kings, so they stay on the West Coast. And uh, the Lakers come to Chicago tonight at the United Center to take on uh, the Bulls. So LeBron and company coming to the United Center. Goody, goody. Goody, goody. LeBron coming to the house that Jordan built. Yep, yep. <laughs> and uh, we'll see if uh, the Lakers have been stumbling a little bit, like we mentioned, both them and the Pacers stumbling out of the in-season tournament. Um, we'll see what the Lakers do tonight against the Bulls. All right, so we, we move along here, and we move along into uh, some more basketball, but we move along into uh, some high school basketball, and uh, that's what we're talking about uh, coming up next here on The Starting Lineup. The Starting Lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Lucas Kerning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com. Family insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Texting privacy policy in terms of conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates plus. Binges, blackouts, regret, shame, trying, failing to drink less or quit. Hi, I'm Jonathan, founder of Or Health. I know how scary drinking too much can be because I struggled with alcohol misuse for most of my adult life. But I also know that it is possible to drink less or quit. And medication can help. Now, Trexone is a safe, effective medication that makes it easier to cut back or quit drinking. So you don't have to rely on willpower alone. I started Or Health to make access to Naltrexone convenient and broke over alcohol. If you're ready to stop drinking or just drink less, text CONTROL to 200-300 to get a secure link to Or Health's private online assessment. Our licensed medical professionals will evaluate your assessment and if medication is right for you online. We'll deliver your print right to your door. No doctors text the word control to 200-300 to get started today. That's control to 200-300. And now. So can. It's a little overrated. Just two cents. Peyton Manning is overrated. A little bit, yeah. You're thinking of his like last year. No. Don't think of him as his last year. No, like his whole career. The starting lineup. He is properly rated. No, a little overrated. How dare you? On 98.9 The Game. Peyton Manning can thank Edron James, Jeff Saturday, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark. All right, then Joe Montana is overrated. Thank, oh, you can thank yeah. Jerry Rice for everything. I Welcome back in here to the starting lineup 
98 on the game. ESPN Radio. Just got done talking about NBA basketball. Let's talk more local basketball, some high school boys basketball that happened there last night. We had both games on the air, which over on our sister station, WCRA. That's where the Cumberland Pirates were. We'll talk about their matchup coming up in a second, but uh, we're talking about the Altamont Indians and the Casey Westfield Warriors first. That happened over on Jack FM, and uh, this game had a lot of hype surrounding it with uh, every time these two teams get together. Mm-hmm. It's always entertaining. It's always close. It all comes down to the wire, and uh, sure enough, that's exactly what happened once again there as Casey was victorious over Altamont, 55-53 ended up being the uh, final score there. And once again, it came down to uh, the wire there in Altamont as uh, the uh, biggest shot of the game uh, there went to uh, Casey as uh, Altamont. You know, it was kind of back and forth early on, and there were times where it, Casey was in control of uh, this one, and there were spurts where Altamont was uh, good offensively uh, there. Obviously, uh, Kaden Miller was aggressive on both ends of the floor, and he got his points, and uh, Elam actually ended up leading the uh, points for uh, Altamont, but he was a little banked up, as Coach Niebergi uh, was talking about in the uh, post game. but uh, he still ended up with 18 points. It could have been more. He had uh, some shots that were uh, just left short uh, there, but... Uh, the biggest uh, spot in the game uh, there went to uh, Nolan Clement. He was the one who ended up hitting the game winner there. With uh, They put some time back on the clock, but it was less than two seconds to go in the game, and that gave uh, Casey uh, the lead. So I don't know what it is about Casey hitting game winners in Altamont's gym, but I know Jackson Parcel did it a few years ago, and that was kind of like a, a runner in the lane. Uh, but this one was just a floater, and Coach Neighbor said he saw that Clement could do that in uh, game tape and scouting, and sure enough, he did it, and uh, Clement is the hero for uh, Casey hitting the game winner. Travis, I thought that yesterday, with the news we got from the IHSA, mm-hmm. and we talked about how you know district didn't pass. Yep. It really made me wish last night, after hearing about this game, that districting passed. Because if districting passed, it wouldn't matter where Casey played football because they'd be in a district. So I would love for Casey to come over to the NTC. (laughs) Because I would want Altamont and Casey twice a year and at possible NTC tournament action and throw Casey and St. Anthony against each other. Yes, please. They most generally are all, always on the schedule of each other once. So, I, I, I want and it, maybe postseason, I, too. I want it conference. I want it postseason. I want it conference tournament. I want... Yeah. It's always entertaining games. It is always entertaining, and I think consistently over the past, we'll say five to seven years, Travis, would you not say Altamont, Casey, St. Anthony, the three best 1A school, basketball schools in our area, the past five to seven years consistently uh, i mean yeah i i would i would say so again talking 1a only right not talking bat. two or three or 1a only i'd say consistently those three teams you always know you're going to get a fight out of those three teams and they're going to fight each other and i i i just i want these teams to play as much as possible yeah and uh, it just uh, delivers uh, every single time, and uh, Hayden Parcel ended up leading the way for a Casey in the scoring department. He had 19 uh, total uh, for the game, and uh, Richards also hit some uh, big shots. He was in double figures there. He had 11, and uh, Casey actually had the three-point lead after the first quarter, but Altamai came back in and tied things up at halftime. It was tied at 26, and then it was 40-37 to 37 there after three quarters for a Casey. So, I mean, really, it was kind of like uh, Altamont was playing from behind uh, nearly the entire game, except for that run that they had in uh, the first quarter. They actually started off the game 6-0 uh, run, and then I think it was the either the start of the third quarter or the start of the fourth quarter that uh, Casey, uh, I want to say it was the start of the third quarter, 
they put a run up there where it was a 4-0 run to kind of get that little bit of a cushion there. And so Altamont always had to play from behind uh, there. And it was, like I mentioned, uh, Elam leading the way with 18, but also uh, Kaden Miller had 13, and Eli Miller had 11 as only two made threes last night for uh, the Indians just wasn't falling for them uh, there. Eli and Elam both hit three-pointers there. And, I mean, I guess Richards and Parcel there were the only ones that hit three-pointers as well. Um, but And we knew that the defense would be there for both schools uh, there. Like, Altamont only uh, tick above 40 points they're giving up uh, per game. And Casey, like, 30s in the 30s that they're uh, averaging uh, there. Altamont did have a chance there after uh, Clement hit that uh, shot. They put some time back on the clock, and they put 1.2 on the clock, and uh, there was a timeout and uh, to set up the inbounds play, and Coach Niebuhr had drawn it up of the old classic uh, Kentucky-Duke play mm -hmm. uh, there to Christian Leitner. Uh, and I think it was Elam who uh, was the one inbounding it and uh, threw it to uh, Kata Miller, and he was all the way down on the other end of the floor at the free throw line almost, and it got a clean look. Just uh, didn't fall uh, there last night. So just a good good look there with 1.2 left. Um, they didn't have to take it from half court or anything like that, like that. Uh, but just unfortunately uh, didn't go Altamont's way uh, there uh, last night after tying it up uh, there. And then Casey immediately coming back down the other way and uh, Clement hitting the big shot uh, there. And also uh, Casey uh, won the JV game, so Altamont takes a rare junior varsity loss mm. there as well. And the score was a little closer. The Altamont kind of made it a little close there. They only lost by eight in the JV game, but I thought uh, Casey was uh, in control the whole game. And, yeah, I think that uh, both teams played pretty well. They didn't turn the ball over there uh, that much, but uh, Casey just hit that big shot uh, there at the very end. So now they're like 7-2 and two on the season, and uh, Altamont now 4-3 and three on to the year. And I talked to without, about that with Coach Niebuhr in the postgame about – they don't have any signature wins yet, but they don't have any bad losses on the resume as well, despite just being a 4-3 and three record. And uh, so I think that's a, a good way to look at it. Yep. Uh, I couldn't agree more. And so uh, they'll uh, be uh, matched up with the arrival of a Casey and a Coach Brandon's old uh, stomping grounds against Marshall. They're in uh, Marshall. And uh, so that's a reminder there that they picked up the Lions on the road. And uh, Altamont girls will be there in Altamont against a Woodlawn uh, there. And a programming note there as well as we'll have both games uh, on the air. On a Jack, we'll have the boys versus Marshall. And over at WCRA, uh, we're removing them uh, there to take on Woodlawn mm -hmm. uh, there. So have no fear. We will have both yes. uh, Indians games on a Thursday. And uh, Casey returns to action when they are, I think that was on Friday or Thursday, uh, they're matched up against North Clay in their next game. So they stay in the NTC uh, there. And us elsewhere in the NTC last night, we had uh, St. Anthony pick up a, a nice win, and it was a, a comeback win for the uh, Bulldogs as uh, St. Anthony wins this one of 50 to 46. Ended up being the final score. Uh, Olney, they had a 10 point lead after one quarter. They led 15 to 5. St. Anthony cut into that deficit just a little bit. They still trailed by eight after uh, at halftime, and then they outscored them 22. The 15 did the Bulldogs in that third, and also 15 to 10 in the final quarter to end up winning by four there. Um, and it was uh, Wessendorf having a 17, but leading the way for SNA uh, was Schmidt, who had a 19 points in the uh, contest uh, there. And it looks like uh, Holland led the way, or Hollum led the way for Olney. He had 16 in the contest so man St. Anthony just keeps stacking up these uh, wins on their resume yep. and they jump up a couple of class sizes on these technically in 3A and St. Anthony you know they just beat Newton the other day and now they get and get a big win over the Tigers last night mm -hmm. stacking up that resume that's why they're number four yep. in uh, some rankings in the Nestro rankings 
uh, there, and another solid win for CNA yep. there, and they're ten and two on mm. the season, mm-hmm. and Alney is also now ten and two on the year as well. Uh, North Clay, they picked up a nice win there over Sisney. Like I mentioned, uh, it was Sisney in the championship game in the Wayne City tournament, but North Clay wins this one by three, fifty-six to fifty-three was the final. Uh, Oka Valley won against the Windsor's two straws, and Oka Valley really put up the uh, points. The only quarter that they didn't put up 20 points in was the very first quarter, mm-hmm. and it was a, an 82-65 a win for Oka Valley uh, there against the uh, Hatchets. And uh, so a uh, nice win on the resume uh, there uh, for them. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, Okaw Valley 18 to 17 there in that first quarter, uh, but they won every quarter after that. Uh, Dickens had 29 in the game for Okaw Valley. Uh, Gurgle almost had a 40 burger, but he had 38 in the loss for Windsor's two straws, mm. including four three pointers as well. Uh, Afton, Missouri had hands of St. Elmo their second loss of the season as uh, they won against uh, St. Elmo last night 57 to two of 53. Was the final score there? Adam Atwood led the way for SEB. Had 19 points in the uh, contest. Looks like uh, Afton had the uh, four-point lead after one quarter, but then St. Elmo battles back and actually takes the lead by one at halftime. But uh, Afton wins the second half there and wins by four. Uh, Lawrenceville won over Dietrich, 74 to 50 was the final score there as uh, Lawrenceville. Only led by two, but they extended that out in the second and third quarters. Really, twenty-four to seventeen, and then twenty to six in the third quarter. They outscored the Maroons there, and looks like a Gephardt was the leading scorer for Dietrich. He had nineteen in the contest. Westendorf had fourteen, trailing behind him. Uh, Pergen, it looks like he had a twenty-seven. For Lawrenceville and uh, Jenkins with 26 as well. So two 20-point scorers for Lawrenceville. Uh, it was a Shelbyville with the win over Neoga. 63-36 to uh, 36 was the final score. And a uh, South Central won over Sandoval, 53-35. to 35. It was Newton picking up the win over Charleston. And that one was by uh, the uh, final of 66-48. Charleston actually had the early lead. They led uh, by a touchdown here. 21 to 14, uh, but then Newton comes back and they get the two-point conversion. 22 to 15, and they outscored the Trojans there in the second, and then 20 to five in the fourth quarter to put things away for the Eagles. Nichols was the leading man for Newton. 26 into the contest for them, and it looks like uh, Rudaball and uh, Bonsteller and also Oakley. They all had 11 mm. for Charleston. In the loss, um, and it was Muhammad Seymour over Normal West, 64 to 55, and uh, here in the Lincoln Prairie, and a game that was over on a WCRA. This was your game, Eric, as it was a Sarah Gordo picking up the win in the first conference game of the season for the Pirates, as they fall here to the Broncos, 51 to 41 last night. Yeah, it wasn't a good night for the Pirates. Uh, they started off okay, you know, got out to a 12-10 lead after the first quarter, but a one-point second quarter, Travis, really did in the Pirates. They were outscored in that second quarter, 12 to one. Mm. So they were playing catch up the rest of the game, and they couldn't do anything um, with Tyson Moore. He finished with 30 of the 51 for Sarah Gordo. So. Obviously, mm. a prolific scorer. Yeah. Um, already filling it up. Just a senior this year. Last year in February, he reached a thousand uh, points. He's actually uh, formerly as a freshman. Travis, he was at Mount Zion. Oh, okay. So he was at Mount Zion. Moved to Cerro Gordo uh, at the start of his sophomore year, and he's just filled it up for Cerro Gordo ever since then. Yeah. Made all Lincoln Prairie last year. Um, so obviously a good player yeah. and Cumberland just could not shut him down and Cumberland didn't have any, any answers on the offensive side. No, not a single player broke double figures for the pirates, uh, to finish with nine for Cumberland. But, um, mm. you know, they had less turnovers than Sarah Gordo. They rebounding was close, but when you shoot 16 to 39 and you only shoot 13 free throws and Sarah Gordo shot 23 free throws you're going to come up on the losing end a lot of times. Yeah. So, 
Cumberland will try to rebound before taking on a Okaw Valley team that, it, as Coach has reiterated multiple times, is not the same Okaw Valley team that Cumberland saw in the Thanksgiving tournament. They're a different Okaw Valley team. As you mentioned, big win last night for them. So mm-hmm. uh, Cumberland's got their work you know, cut out for them, especially going to Okaw Valley on Friday night. Yeah, really put up the points yep. against the hatchets there. Yep. So it's a big one there, and they'll have to rebound uh, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuscola, they won uh, the uh, Cola Wars, and they continue to have a wide margin of victory when they win. 65-21 to 21 was the final over Arcola. Uh, Argenta wins over Tri-County, 62-46. Villa Grove with a win over Heritage, 65 or 67-55. to 55. Sullivan wins over Unity. Kirshian Big, 81-26. to 26. Tolona Unity with the win over Paris, 70-46 to 46 as well. Warsboro Latham over Monticello, 51-42. Clinton over Leroy, 73-37. Carlinville over Pawnee, 44-39. And Piasaw over Maryville Christian, 58-43. We also had uh, some girls basketball last night as well. We had a North Clay pick up the win over Fairfield, and that one was by a 56-53 final score. And it was also a Tri-County pulling off a win over uh, Cowden Herrick Beecher City. 49-36 was the final score there. Looks like that uh, they both played even ball in the second and third quarters, but uh, Tri-County wins the bookends. They win the first quarter and the second quarter there to pull off the win over CHBC. There it looks like... Uh, uh, leading the way was uh, Stuckemeyer. She had 15 in the game uh, for Cowden, and Rodman also had 13 in the game uh, there for CHBC. In uh, Tri-County, they were led by Armstrong. She had 18 in the win there. McLean just right behind her with 14 in the win for the Titans. And uh, we also had uh, Brownstown and St. Elmo pick up the win over Vandalia, 65-34. to a 34. Their last night as well. They won the second half for sure. 23-7 in the third. 14-7 in the fourth for Brownstown. Mm. And uh, let's see. Miller looks like she had 16, but it was uh, Hazlitt uh, there leading the way. Diana Hazlitt, 18 points for Brownstown in the dub. And in the Central Illinois Conference, it was Mount Pulaski over Warrensboro Latham, 48-40. to and Carrollton over Piasaw, 59-32. Schedule for tonight, we have a little light schedule. Uh, we have Ramsey. They are at uh, South Central uh, with the two straws in the Arthur Knight Classic. Uh, Lincoln Prairie, Blue Ridge is at Armstrong. Clint's at Riverton. Carlinville at Bunker Hill. We also have Mount Zion at Chatham Glenwood. Sarah Gordo back in action against Fisher. Pleasant Plains at Warrensburg Latham. Nicomas hosting Litchfield. And Tatopolis making the long trek to Mount Vernon tonight to play on a Wednesday. Mm. So a long trip for the shoes, but they're matching up with a 3A yeah. Rams team there in Mount Vernon tonight. And all right, so uh, that does it for our local sports. We'll have those uh, local results up on the website at vmradio.com uh, there. And like I mentioned, if you want to relive another classic there with Casey and Altamont, it's up on the podcast feed uh, right now, uh, and uh, as well as all the games and the Cumberland's games as well is up there mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we uh, move along here, and we got more uh, basketball to talk about. We got some college basketball to uh, take a look at and uh, some bowl games that happened there yesterday, and we'll take a look at that coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. Navigating. Without a compass. Eyes waiting. Started to wonder. Metamorphosis. Philosophy without choice. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Imagine the possibilities with This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. 
When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. And Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Isn't that aroma just heavenly? What's with the whispering? Inside this grill is the secret to winning game days. Mm-hmm. Eckridge Smoked Sausage, crafted with a perfect medley of spices for a truly rich, savory taste. So easy to prepare, too. Now hand me one of those buns. Whoa, whoa. Keep your voice down. Marty, you're still whispering? Secrets out, buddy. Eckridge.com has dozens of simple, mouth-watering recipes for everyone to win game days this season. Some people just know that the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the tailgater who's testing the laws of physics with a table and a grill and six camping chairs all balanced on the roof of a small sedan. Make that four camping chairs. Why would you pay a rate based on anyone else? Get a rate based on you with DriveWise and the Allstate app. Not available in California. Subject to terms and conditions. Some states' participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, a rate could increase with high-risk driving. Safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company affiliates North Illinois. And now, they play tonight. Tonight against Michigan. If you're listening Wednesday. The starting lineup. It's not going to happen. I mean, uh, Michigan's overrated, but. Travis mm-hmm. going to be so let down tonight. I'll report about it on Saturday. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update the blues gave up the first six goals of the game and a 6-1 loss to the lightning yesterday blues now 15 15 and one on the season they visit florida tomorrow night college basketball from yesterday missouri state crushed lindenwood 79 57 and siu took down north dakota state 76 63 today western illinois is at central arkansas the blackhawks scored their game-winning goal in the middle of the third period down the avalanche 3 two at the united center chicago now 10 20 and one on the season, they host Montreal on Friday. As Travis mentioned, the Bulls will host the Lakers. A pair of Colts are facing discipline from the team. On Tuesday, wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie and cornerback Tony Brown were suspended for three games for, quote, contract detrimental to the team, end quote. Both players will sit out until the end of the regular season. The team did not disclose what behavior led to the decisions, but a source told ESPN the nature of the violations rose to a level where severe punishment was warranted. McKenzie and Brown were healthy inactives during Saturday's win over the Steelers. Indianapolis is currently tied atop the AFC South at 8-6 and will visit the Falcons on Christmas Eve. The Pacers hope to put an end to their losing streak as they will host the Charlotte Hornets tonight. Pacers 13-12 and on the season. And Texans starting quarterback C.J. Stroud is not expected to play this weekend against the Browns. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits. And we'll be talking more NFL tomorrow with the uh, week's action mm-hmm. getting underway on Thursday Night Football tomorrow. So uh, we'll table that uh, for uh, tomorrow, but uh, let's take a look at uh, some uh, college athletics here. And uh, speaking of football, only one bowl game that happened there and it was the Scooters uh, Coffee of Fresco Bowl. Man, the UTSA coach, he uh, didn't get a Gatorade bath. He got a cold brew bath Ooh. there. Lucky guy there. Love me some cold brew. And he got it dumped on him as uh, UTSA won over Marshall. We are Marshall. Not so much. Not so much. 35-17 was the final UTSA, the Roadrunners, getting the win over the herd. And I didn't even realize this until I saw I saw the picture of it of a side by side with the two dads. But uh, the two quarterbacks uh, for this one uh, was the son of Chad Pennington oh. and Luke McCown. Oh. Uh, so you know you're getting old when you see players yeah. that have played have kids. Wow! Now, that are in college. I know. Yeah, and uh, Kurt Warner's uh, son was. I play college football this year, too, so, uh, you know, you're getting old. Well, Travis, I mean, the Jets are looking for a quarterback, maybe Chad Pennington's son right there. Yeah, he was, of course, playing for Marshall uh, there, but couldn't get it done last night, so McCown wins that battle. Uh, there they were teammates in Miami late in Chad's career there, and McCown jumped all over the place during his playing career. 
now we don't have any uh, bowl games uh, tonight, so we can uh, take the night off. But uh, we mentioned there uh, Thursday, tomorrow, it's the uh, uh, Boca Raton Bowl, South Florida versus Syracuse. And we'll have that on 98.9 The Game right here. Right here on 98.9, a 7 o'clock kickoff for the Boca Raton Bowl and, of course, Boca Raton, Florida. Yes. So, again, South Florida having the advantage there. You would think. You would think. But that's it for uh, bowl games last night uh, here on uh, college basketball. Uh, Last night we had an upset as uh, Providence – they upset a number six Marquette, seventy-two of fifty-seven. So Big East looks to be just as crazy as the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. As Providence, the Flyers are ten and two on the season, and Marquette obviously number six in the country. And you know how good they are beating Illinois. Right. Uh, James Madison, uh, they won over a Coppin State, eighty-seven to two of forty-eight. I think they covered that game. Let's see what was the margin of. Oh, yeah, they easily cover that game. Uh, Memphis, uh, number 23 in the country. They be number 22 of Virginia, 77-2 of 54. And number 25, Old Miss, easily won over Troy, 74-53. So no real major upsets minus that uh, Marquette uh, game. Mm-hmm. In the Big Ten uh, last night, we did have a couple of uh, good games here as Indiana, they escape as they had to come back in this one, as uh, they were down by 15 points on one point, and they still beat Moorhead State. 69 to 268 was the final there. They even had to hit a shot at the buzzer mm. uh, there to win over Moorhead State. That's not good for a Big Ten team. <laughs> no, not at all. And uh, another thing that you can file in the you hate to see it category uh, Michigan loses here. And this one was uh, super exciting as high scoring for college in a double overtime. Florida wins this one. 106 to 101 was the final score. And that was the Jumpman Invitational. Yes. There. And hopefully had the over in that one. I hope so. (laughs) And Maryland beat Nichols last night as well. 73 to 67. Visiting the Big Ten there. Uh, action uh, tonight in the top 25. You got number five, UConn uh, at Seton Hall. And you also have number 10, Baylor at number 21, a Duke. It's not even in Duke. It's at Madison Square Garden there. But no fancy uh, name for it there. Just for some reason in Madison Square Garden. Hmm. Uh, Baylor just suffered their first loss of the season the other day. I think that was to Michigan State, all right? I want to say yes. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a blowout, 88-64. Uh, North Carolina there gets number seven, and this game is at the Spectrum in a Charlotte, North Carolina, a part of the Jumpman Invitational. And you have a Villanova at number 12, a Creighton, uh, Jackson State at number 15, and Gonzaga. And uh, the uh, nightcap at 10 o'clock tonight. Stay up for it. And the Hall of Fame series. Oh, well, I knew that wasn't a chance (laughs) that you would. I wasn't even going to ask that. Uh, Roll tied against the Wildcats, number four in the country. They slipped to after their loss against Purdue. And I believe that is in the uh, Phoenix Suns arena. They're the Footprint Center. Hmm. It's the Hall of Fame series in Phoenix. I love all these names. I hate them. I mean... (laughs) Like, why are we having Baylor at Duke in Madison Square Garden for some reason without Just a name? Just because we can. Yeah, so. MSG's empty. Billy Joel's done performing, so we got to so. do something to get tickets we got to fill it up, yep. MSG. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, college basketball. Uh, actually, what's happening in the Big Ten tonight? You got North Dakota at Nebraska. You got UMBC against Iowa. And uh, the Hall of Fame series participants will be Northwestern and Arizona State. So they're the game before Arizona and Alabama. <laughs> 7.30. ESPN2. Footprint Yay. Center. 8-2 and two Wildcats against the 6-4 and four, uh, Arizona State. Oh, the Sun Devils. I almost forgot there. Yes. Uh, mascot The there. Devils from the Sun. That's right. And uh, that will wrap it up for college, and we'll close things out here. We'll close things out of talking a little uh, baseball. That's right, a baseball coming up next here on the Star Lineup.
the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Big trucks and diesel off-road equipment. We keep them running. This is Clayt Beerman, owner of Crossroads Truck Equipment. We sincerely appreciate your business, and one thing that never changes is our commitment to you. With a large inventory of quality parts and a staff of experienced mechanics, people who depend on their big trucks depend on Crossroads Truck Equipment. Your hard-working diesel engines and their trailers deserve a specialist. So see us today. Merry Christmas from all of us at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Get ready for the holiday season with Chevrolet's Red Tag Sale at Dan Heck Chevrolet in Effingham. This year, do more together in a brand new Chevy. Discover Silverado, the number one selling retail full-size truck that's built to tackle any adventure. And don't miss Chevy Equinox and Trax, two exceptionally hot-selling SUVs. Let's hit the road together this holiday season during our Red Tag Sale, only at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or online at danheck.com. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. You're a man with a plan. I know. You'll propose to her on that family trip in front of everyone. Brilliant. I know. You know the trip is only a month away. But I don't have a ring. Luckily, there's GageDiamonds.com with engagement rings in every style for every budget with certified natural diamonds, lab-grown diamonds, and moissanite. Can I finance it? Gage lets you buy the ring today and pay for it over time with our no-credit-needed financing. Brilliant. Yes, we are. GageDiamonds.com. We're engagements. Middle name. Exclusions apply. And now, but I think that it would be just funny if Ohio State, after Dabo ranked them number eleven, they come in and whoop some Clemson Tiger butt. And the last image of Trevor Lawrence is him crying his eyes out, losing in a semifinals, knowing that he's going to Jacksonville and to NFL purgatory. The starting lineup. So what we found out on this episode of the podcast, by the way, is that travel Travis is very vengeful and yep. hurtful to others. Absolutely. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. We're only here on 98.9 versus a smidge a bit longer. And we'll switch things over to uh, the uh, podcast. Wanted to uh, close out the little time that we had left here on the uh, show. to talk a little uh, baseball as I thought that we would have an official deal to uh, report on uh, there. But uh, I think thought that it was a done deal with the Padres nope. and Yoki Matsui who was the uh, closer Japanese pitcher there that uh, was super talented and had a 1.42 ERA this past season in the, the, the NPB but it looks like the deal hasn't uh, got done yet it looks like it's on the horizon but it looks like that uh, Matsui would be going to the San Diego Padres. But, Travis, we do have an official deal. Who's that? The great... Do I need the breaking news? Awesome Joe Hudson. Who? Backup minor league catcher. Signed with the Cubs. The Cubs made a signing. finally did something. Backup minor league catcher (laughs) with an invite to spring training. You finally did something. Finally did something. How about about that? that? Hudson's 32, spent parts of his three big league seasons under his belt, spent last year in AAA with the Braves. Hmm. Yay. Well, at least you did something. We finally have done something, Travis. We've done something with our lives. Well, and I thought that you were going to say there that it looks like uh, another NL Central team made a move. It looks like uh, Andrew McCutcheon is coming back for one more year. Yes. His in, 11th uh, season. Pittsburgh. Yep. 11th season in a Pirates uniform. Yep. Wonderful announcement there. He pulled a Wolf of Wall Street uh, there. I did see that. So, Kutch is back, so 
the I thought it was kind of like his last plate appearance in Pittsburgh was a special ovation, but it looks like we're going to run it back for another season uh, there. And it looks like uh, Yamamoto still hasn't signed as of yet, and he may not even sign uh, after Christmas. He may not, he'll may even wait very last second up until the uh, last day on uh, what January 5th or 6th is a deadline or whatnot, but Still people buying for his services, the Dodgers, Yankees, Mets, they're kind of the favorites, but uh, kind of outside shots. The Giants, Red Sox, Phillies, and Blue Jays have also been linked to a Yamamoto, and it looks like he's trying to get into the ballpark of a 250 or $300 million contract uh, there. That's at least what the uh, Dodgers were mulling over before mm-hmm. the Otani deal uh, there. So, man, Yamamoto. No wonder uh, the Cardinals are out of it. $300 million. Travis, I'm hoping the Yankees get him. I've never thought I'd say that. I hope he goes to the Yankees, and here's why. Mets and Dodgers, who, as you said, are two other teams in play, have both kind of gone on record that if they miss out on Yamamoto, they will not target any other free agent pitchers. Mm -hmm. So that opens as a team needing a free agent pitcher. That kind of opens the market back up for... The Cubs, if they ever want to, you know, decide to do, do something. something. Yeah. Especially since they're probably going to miss out on Reese Hoskins by not doing anything. So. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And, uh, dum 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 <laughs> And I started off saying in the offseason about I just want the Cardinals to be in conversations. Looks like we're not even in the conversation for a Yamamoto. We were in the conversation for a Matsui, so... Uh, if he does end up going with the uh, Padres, at least Matsui took a meeting with the uh, Cardinals. I can't uh, fault him for that. And also uh, Tyler Glasnow was on uh, A.J. Prezinski's podcast, the Foul Territory uh, podcast. And he uh, one of the first teams that he said was interested in uh, trading him for him before uh, the Dodgers acquired him was the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, so it looks like there was a mutual interest uh, for both teams. And it looks like my hope is at least coming true for at least two of the three uh, pitchers that we could have signed. Uh, at least we're in the conversation. Yep. At least we showed a little bit of interest for Glasnow, but we weren't going to make that deal there. Hey, we made a ton of interest for uh, for Shota. He just didn't want to come to us. No. Or Shohei. Shohei. Shohei didn't want to come to Chicago. No. Who would? I wouldn't want to go to Chicago right I now. I mean, we're not talking the White Sox, Travis. I mean. Well, I know be honest yeah there you go that's all i got on the baseball front nothing nothing major yet feels like 37 in chicago right now but i thought it'd be colder off the lake yeah it's not too bad i'll pass hey it's not minnesota that's a dry cold up there true but of course i've never been to minnesota so maybe put that as cold as wyoming or the dakotas i've never been to wyoming or the dakotas colorado it's up in the mountains. It's got to be cold all the oh, time. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure so. All right, so uh, that will do it here for us on the Threshold Show. Coming up next, here is uh, Carla versus Joe, and then uh, following that is uh, Freddie and Harry. So enjoy the rest of your ESPN Radio afternoon. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. And we got some just uh, random news and uh, notes to uh, close out with, and also got some at this date in uh, sports history as well. Uh, so let's uh, let's waste no, no time. time. No time. What do we got over there for a sports center that you want to hit uh, on? Florida State's losing another player to the NFL. Defensive end Jared Verse announced Tuesday he's opting out of the Orange Bowl against Georgia and entering the NFL draft. Florida State finished season 13-0 but failed to make the college football playoff. Defensive tackle Fabian Lovett, running back Trey Benson, wide receiver Johnny Wilson, tight end Jaheim Bell have all opted out of the Orange Bowl. So instead of going there and proving a point, they're exactly, just yeah. going to go there and not I know. do anything. Jeez. What a... 
waste of a time. Mm. I stood up for him too, right? <laughs> yeah. I was I was here saying they belonged yeah. in there. Yeah. Now they're gonna go to and take on Georgia and probably lose fifty six to three. <laughs> yeah, because no one's, no playing, one's playing in that game. Yeah. Charles, right? I think if All you these... went I think if you went down to Florida State right now and said, I'm a walk on, they'd probably let they'd you play in that let game. Me suit up. Yeah. At least suit nope. up. I don't know if you'd hit the field. Yeah. But they gotta fill their roster somehow. No thanks. I don't want to face Georgia. Uh, hey, I didn't say you'd play. Just sit on the sidelines. You could put on the resume. Florida State Seminole. Yeah. Check. Done. I'd get on the sidelines and I'd like get tripped up and I'd break my <laughs> leg like that one guy on the NFL sidelines you, the you, other day. You could put you could forever put that you played for a top ten team. Yes so. So Yeah. And finally, the Miami Dolphins have released veteran linebacker Jason Pierre-Paul. JPP appeared in two games with Miami after signing with the team in November 28th. The Dolphins activated running back Chris Brooks from injured reserve in a related move. The 10-4 Dolphins host the Cowboys this Sunday. Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I did uh, see this as well. Uh, that We talked about it yesterday yes. about uh, Tommy DeVito and uh, that pizzeria there in New Jersey who uh, wanted to up his uh, appearance fee from $10,000 to $20,000. Well, Tommy DeVito uh, went and uh, went and visited this pizzeria for free. Yep. So he made good on good. the uh, good, good, good. on the appearance. I like that. Mm. He, he, did a, he did a good job. Maybe it was because of all the negative publicity. Yeah, it was, it was 100% getting, because of all the negativity. <laughs> but whatever the reason, he did, he did the <laughs> he right did thing. He did make good. Yep. Didn't make good on it, so uh, I'm happy to report that. News and notes for you, Travis. The Jets are activating Aaron Rodgers, but he won't be playing, so don't know why so you're wicked. activating him. Yeah, so why even do it? Um, Ex-Ohio State four-star wide receiver and recruit uh, McClellan flipped to the Ducks, so he's going mm-hmm. to Oregon, so we'll see him, and he'll see Ohio State. I don't know about next year, but yeah, maybe in the future. I don't know about Ohio State. Uh, Georgia linebacker Dumas Johnson transfers to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. They're back. They're not just a basketball school. No. Um, U.S. Soccer says that MLS teams must play in the Open Cup. So, figure that one out. Yeah, I don't know anything really about soccer, so I didn't really want to yep. say if that's a big deal or not. And Florida State is pondering its ACC future after college football playoff snub. But I think they were pondering their ACC future at the start of the year. Yeah, so, same. this just kind of pushed it further down the road. Mm-hmm. But, again... Are you going to join the Pac-12? Like, where are you going? Everywhere's full. Right. Yeah. You got nothing left. Some spots are filling up. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't. I mean, I don't know. You, you can't really. You can't go to the SEC. It's pretty it's, well full. It's almost like the remaining teams from the Big 12 and the two teams from the Pac-12 and the ACC would have to, like, join up. Join up all together. But then that doesn't get them out of the ACC <laughs> if know. that's what they're wanting. So I know. Uh, it, I I heard what uh, uh, Coach Brian Kelly said about, you know, just do 64-team conference like the NFL and you have divisions and whatnot. I mean, it's not a horrible idea. Right, and yeah, his, his whole argument was that softball, baseball, basketball, all those conferences can stay the way they are because those sports shouldn't be affected. His argument was that UCLA and softball should still be playing Arizona State. They shouldn't be having to go to Rutgers on a Tuesday night to take on Rutgers, which we talked about that. That's a long trip for those schools coming up on uh, weeknights. So I don't hate that idea. It'll never happen, but I don't hate that idea. Yeah, it definitely is. Comments got uh, talked about recently yep. Yep. for college athletics, Yep, for sure. So, there you go. That's all I got. Oh, you got you got anything for the state in sports history or yeah, a couple things real quick, and then we'll we'll get on out of here. On the state in two thousand five, Kobe Bryant scored sixty two points in three quarters against the Dallas Mavericks. Heading into the fourth quarter, the score was the Lakers ninety five, the Mavericks sixty one, which meant that Kobe Bryant had outscored the entire Mavericks team in his time on the court. Mm. Incredible. Yeah. On the state in two thousand six, New York Knicks forward David Lee scored a game winning basket with only point one seconds left on the clock the shot counts because the lead deflects the inbound pass into the basket it's the first occurrence of a team winning an nba game with one tenth of one second left since the nba implemented the trent tucker rule in 1990 wow 
And finally, on this date in 2009, Ben Roethlisberger set a Steelers record with 503 passing yards and a thrilling 37-36 win against the Packers. Roethlisberger won it on the 19-yard touchdown pass to Mike Wallace as time expired. He would break his own record in 2014 Week 8 when he threw for 522 passing yards. And right now, the Steelers just want a quarterback to throw for a yard. <laughs> yeah, that would be... All they want. We'd be happy with. Give us a yard. 200, 300. Give us a yard and give us Mike Tomlin not as our coach. Let alone that. Yeah. Despite not having a losing Despite, record. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you should go to the Bears, Travis. Yeah. I'd take. Yeah. I'd take him. You take not having a losing record. That's right. Him. Absolutely, I would. For so. his entire tenure. That's right. <sighs> but we know who's coming to the Bears next season oh, after they get rid of the H word, Travis. I don't yeah. want to hear it. Yep, Coach Harbaugh. I think that is less likely if he loses to Alabama in the first round. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hoping Alabama wins. I'm kind of, I'm kind of hoping so too. So then that way he cannot complete his task and not finish the story in Michigan. <laughs> finish the story. Yes. Yes. Gosh, where have I heard that before? I have no idea. I just made it up. <laughs> just came from you at the top of your head. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it up for us. A short little uh, overtime uh, session. We into this uh, pretty quickly. The team scored quick. That's right. Overtime. So. <laughs> we scored a touchdown, so we're going to run. We got to get out of here. And uh, thanks for listening. And thanks for downloading. We'll be back tomorrow for your Thursday edition of the starting lineup. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.